Here's the thing. Sometimes you just have to get away from the desk in order to feed the process, right? That's just how writing is. That's how the creative process is in general. That's why I'm out here on the bike trail today for this edition of the Introverted Exhibitionist podcast, at least this part of it. I'm your host, Robert Tashanik, the USA Today best-selling author of lots and lots of books and stories, and uh, you can find my work all over the internet, and here I am, out on the trail, on my bike. I just had to get out of the, get out, had to get out of the office for a little bit, and that's a good thing, because it's really important to have a change of pace, change of scenery, to reanimate your process, to bring in new inspiration, or take the old inspiration and give it a new twist. That's what I'm hoping for today as I'm out here riding my bike. And uh, actually, I have a little bit of a zen thing going on here because I'm not exactly getting the precise experience I had hoped for. (laughs) I'm out here on the bike and I knew it wasn't going to be a bright, sunny, beautiful summer day. I mean, after all, it's June in Western Pennsylvania. So you take what you can get this time of year. But uh, I thought it was going to be a little bit nicer. It's real cloudy. And the whole way back from the midpoint of the ride, it has been raining. (laughs) So I'm out here in the woods on a bike trail. And it has been raining most of the way back. And I still have about three miles to go. But... I'm not going to let that stop me from bringing you into my process. Hold on. I'm going to stop the bike, get off for a minute, take a minute, take a break here in this pavilion uh, by the dirty river. Anyway, here comes another biker, so I'm not going to keep talking, but uh, that's where we are at this point on the ride, and I hope to keep going and have some more interesting thoughts along the way. Thank you, and I'll talk to you in a minute. Speaking of Zen, just when you get a good thought going, <laughs> that's when other people keep coming streaming by. And it's interesting because, of course, this audio will be going out all over the world shortly. Well, when you're listening to it right now, it's been posted, and uh, anybody can listen to it. But in the meantime, as I'm constructing the podcast, as I'm recording my thoughts, I'd rather if I didn't do it in front of other people, um, just until it's done. (sighs) And I have managed to encapsulate some of what I've been thinking about. So here I am, taking a break, and uh, I've been on this trail many times before. It's called the Ghost Town Trail, and it's, uh, it starts, well, it's just a continuation of a very long trail, but this portion of it, the Ghost Town Trail, runs from Dilltown, Pennsylvania, to, uh, Let's see, Nanny Glow, and then there are, there are extensions and spurs and other things. Oh, good, the rain's coming down even harder. Like I said, Zen, just when you think you have things figured out, nature or life throws a curveball in your way, but that can be good, and that can fuel your process, and that's actually an interesting thought and something to take away from this, which is that no matter how hard you try to control your creative flow, It takes on a life of its own, and oftentimes it's guided by your experiences 
the people around you, circumstances that befall you. And that's not a bad thing because that is what your work is about. That's what writing is about. Telling a story. And what is a story if not the unfolding of events, the unfolding of circumstance, the unfolding of life? That's what it's all about. And that's uh, one of the things that being out on the trail in the rain with people zipping by every few minutes uh, reminds you of. So keep those things in mind. Anyway, I will rejoin you shortly, no doubt in the studio, hopefully not too wet at that point, and uh, we'll continue this edition of the Introverted Exhibitionist podcast. In the meantime, I'd like you to listen to one of my interns. I hope you enjoy what she has to say. Hello, my name is Tingxin Ko, and I'm a sophomore at New York University studying media, culture, and communication. For me, writing has always been a cathartic process. I've often turned to writing as it provides a sense of permanence in our rapidly changing society. Writing is limitless. It allows anyone and everyone to have a voice of their own. With the increasing uncertainty and unknowns in times like this, I have found that writing is my solution whenever I seek to clear or calm my mind. As our world is advancing so rapidly towards digitalization, I was once afraid for aspiring authors such as myself. As we moved towards large screens and flashy visuals, I was afraid that people would gravitate away from black ink on white paper. But I've gradually grown to see how the publishing industry has adapted alongside its technological advancements. Whether words are shared through paperbacks or via the internet, I still believe that writing and reading holds a different kind of impact, one that is more deeply ingrained in people's minds and hearts. Writing is a truly beautiful and more so self-enlightening process. It's a never-ending journey that I'm glad to be a part of. I'm really thankful to have this opportunity to gain further insight into the publishing world be it indie or traditional. The great authors that came before me have shaped my thoughts and perspectives on the world, and I hope to pay it forward. I have found my haven in writing and reading, and I seek to pass down the moments of self-discovery I've experienced to others in the future. Thank you. Hey, thanks, Ting Xing. Great job. I uh, have had the honor to work with uh, some really wonderful interns this uh, semester, this summer semester of 2020, and uh, it's been a really great experience, and I hope if you know somebody who might be a great intern, uh, that you might direct them to Pi Press as well. We're looking for new interns for the fall and uh, spring semesters of the upcoming academic year, and the great thing is, other than the fact that you'd be working, the this person in question would be working with a wonderful publishing organization. The great thing is it's all remote. It's 100% remote. These work, these um, internships have always been, well, not always, but almost always, they've been 100% remote. So everything is um, done online, and it's a really great setup. And interns with Pi Press learn uh, just about everything you can learn about uh, indie publishing and also about traditional publishing as well and also about writing. So it's a really great opportunity. I hope you'll keep that in mind. If you know anybody of college age who's looking for an internship opportunity who might fit in well with our organization. So that's, uh, that's where we stand on the intern uh, front. Now, um, not everything has been uh, peachy keen here, in, uh, here on Planet Bob lately. 
In fact, uh, I'm having some trouble with my precious computer, my precious laptop, which I love almost as much as life itself. <laughs> it's a, um, I'm going to just name the brand and the type of computer. It doesn't matter. They're not paying me. Uh, but it's, uh, it's a wonderful machine. It's a MacBook Pro, and I've had it for about three years. And I've been so, so very happy. It was an expensive device, but it's been worth it in the long run because it's been a really high-performing machine as compared to some of my laptops of the past, which have not been as dependable and have had more issues on a more regular basis. However, my uh, precious MacBook has uh, recently um, had a structural issue which is um, in need of immediate attention. The bottom plate on the base is bulging out because apparently the battery is swelling, which is not a good thing. So the lid no longer shuts tightly, so it never really switches off properly unless I manually switch it off on the start menu or whatever you call it on an Apple computer. Anyway, I am really sad about this because I'm going to have to ship it to Apple and they're going to fix it, which is great. Um, but then they're going to ship it back to me. And the point of all this is it's going to take several days <laughs> for me to get this machine back. The shipping box is supposed to come this Tuesday or Wednesday, and then I'm planning to ship it immediately because it's actually potentially hazardous. Um, and I, I'm going to miss my machine. I'm trying to back everything up and make everything available to myself um, so that I can work on another laptop in the meantime, but it won't be my Mac it's going to be highly inconvenient and highly irritating. So I'm not looking forward to the next week's uh, lack of fun when it comes to my computing work. It's going to be a challenge, I think, because this machine has really raised the bar for me in so many ways, and I've got everything on it just the way I want it. And I'm worried, too, if they wipe it, if they have to format the hard drive or replace it. You know, that's also a possibility. I mean, everything that's on there is going to go away. And I'm going to have to go through the process of setting it all up again, reinstalling all my apps, and uh, I don't want to think about it. It just seems like every time you start to get your head above water a little bit, there's something else that comes plunking down on top of you and <laughs> robbing you of your precious time. It's the nature of life, right? So anyway, that's where that is, uh, but let's not dwell too much on that depressing front. Let's uh, talk a little bit about some of the publishing adventures that I've been engaged in lately. Uh, in particular, I hope you'll check out the new story bundle that I'm uh, participating in. It's called Magic, Monsters, and Myth. Magic, Monsters, and Myth Story Bundle. You can find it by going to storybundle.com and just look for that title, Magic, Monsters, and Myth. And it's a really cool story bundle. It's, as the title says, books about magic, monsters, and myths. And it includes a, uh, an uncollected anthology collection of stories. I know, uncollected collection doesn't make sense, but it's a really cool set of stories. And it includes one of my stories. This Uncollected Anthology edition uh, was titled Deities, and it includes one of my stories called Chariots of the Godless. So uh, it's pretty cool. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I hope you'll check it out because this, these story bundles are a great deal. You can get um, a whole bunch of ebooks from some really great authors for a very low price. You pretty much name your price. And a portion 
of your um, spend goes toward a very worthwhile charitable organization. So check it out. Go to storybundle.com. I'm not going to steer you wrong on that. It's a good deal. I also have a new book out, um, coincidentally, through the Uncollected Anthology Project, which is this amazing group of authors. Um, they've been putting out these um, these sets of stories for years. I guess it's been since 2014, so like six years. And they came up with a great idea. Let's put out these stories, and each author can publish their story individually, but they'll all be under the same banner title, the same theme, right? And um, and they'll all have a similar trade dress, so they'll all have the same kind of look, and they'll all fit together because they'll all have the same theme, the same genre. Well, they're all, they're all urban fantasy, really, but the theme varies from issue to issue. So um, this this new issue of the Uncollected Anthology, which is just coming out now, uh, is called Mazes and Labyrinths. Mazes and Labyrinths, and it includes my brand new story, and it is brand spanking new. I just finished it last week, like Wednesday, which is when it was due <laughs> to the editor. Um, and I just finished it, and it's called A Maze That is a Great White Bull. A Maze That is a Great White Bull. And I know the title sounds kind of crazy, like, what's that about, man? Uh, but it's it's I think it's a cool story. I had a lot of fun writing it. And uh, it's, it's, it's action-packed, but it has some really heavy thematic undertones to it and some really cool stuff. Um, it's about a maze that disappeared 25 years ago. It's an underground maze. It was like being excavated by archaeologists. It disappeared, and then a quarter of a century later, it reappears. And the one um, female archaeologist who was working on the project Back when first when they first found the maze, she comes back to get into the maze because she wants to see if uh, some someone is in there who was lost with the maze when it first disappeared. So it's kind of cool. She has to find out: is this person still in there? Is he alive or dead? And what's going to happen from there? So it's really exciting, and it also ties in with this ancient um, this ancient mystery religion from the, uh, ancient Greek, uh, era and, uh, ancient Roman times. Uh, it's this Mithras, uh, worship. And it's, it's this really cool mystery religion because like a lot of artifacts have survived from Mithraism, but nobody really knows exactly what it was all about. Like they have these incredible, um, carvings that portray this, this God figure and some of the stories we guess from his legend, from his myth, um, but nobody really knows exactly what they mean. <laughs> There's no real record, not a detailed record. Um, so they just have like these visual representations of scenes from this god's um, mythological life, and nobody really knows exactly what they mean. So it's always kind of intrigued me. I'm like, what do those stories mean? <laughs> you know, what was up with that? Um, and, 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 you know, people, of course, hypothesis about what they might have meant. And in the story, I have a little bit of that because this, this maze that, that has moved, uh, and, and it disappeared 25 years ago. It reappears 25, 25 years later and thousands of miles away from its original location, by the way, um, this maze is, um, dedicated to a, the paint, the patron God Mithras. 
So there's a connection there, and some of the features of the Mithraic religion are present in this maze. So it's kind of kind of cool. So I hope you'll check it out. It's on sale. Uh, by the time you hear this, <laughs> it will be on sale. So look for it. It's called A Maze That is a Great White Bull. And it's the latest edition of the Uncollected Anthology, which is titled Mazes and Labyrinths, issue 22. Check it out. It's going to be on sale everywhere where you buy ebooks online. And it'll also be on sale as part of the Uncollected Anthology's collected edition, which you can also order. Uh, and and it's, it, it's a great setup. So there's that. And of course, my most recent book before this was uh, titled Fourth of July at Glossers. I think the last time I did one of these podcasts, I was still working on it or planning it. Anyway, that book has been released and it's doing really well. It was a lot of fun to write and it has a really beautiful cover. You would just adore this. Look it up. Do me a favor. If you just love beautiful artwork, look it up. Fourth of July at Glossers. You can get the ebook edition. You can get the uh, paperback edition, just like anywhere. It's, it's, it's everywhere. And you can also pick up hard copies of the book in certain bookstores. Locally in the Johnstown area, you can get them at uh, Barbara's Hallmark, uh, which is a wonderful Hallmark store. And they sell quite a few of my local-oriented books in particular. So check that out, Fourth of July at Glossers. It's set during the, uh, during the National Bicentennial in 1976 in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, the local celebration of that bicentennial. And it, and it connects up with the filming of the, the movie Slapshot, which happened in 1976. You know the classic hockey film starring Paul Newman? <laughs> it's like an all-time classic. And uh, it also connects up with some other things in the Johnstown area. But you don't have to have been from Johnstown to really get into this story. Suffice it to say, it's related to uh, patriotic themes. It's related to the Bicentennial. It's related to Slapshot. It's related to Johnstown. It's related to classic department stores. And it's also the story of a young woman who's coming of age. So it's, it's, it's fun. I think you'd enjoy it. So that... Kind of brings you up to date on some of my most, re- most recent uh, publishing adventures. Uh, I guess that brings us around to the closing thought, right? Which um, I had originally planned to do a little bit of a, a discussion on some deep dive stuff related to writing. But, you know, I think I'm going to just talk a little bit about, you know, what happens when things don't go as planned. And I, I think I've discussed this a little bit in past editions of the podcast, but... You know, as we all know, that's just like part and parcel of life, right? Things don't work out the way you want them to necessarily. And it can be a little bit tricky for you. Uh, And it can be tough, especially if you're a writer. And if you have everything scheduled out in a certain way and you have a, a writing schedule that you have to stick to in order to get done what you want to get done and you have a publishing schedule that you have to stick to, and if things don't go the way you want them to, like your computer, hello, MacBook Pro, if your computer decides it's going to have some problems, or worse yet, give up the ghost, um, or any other number of things could happen, right? As they can at any time to anyone. But if something like that happens, it can really cause a a hiccup, a major hiccup, (laughs) Um, which can disrupt your writing schedule. But the key to, to getting through that is just keeping your focus. And if, um, if you are having a major situation of some kind, it, the key is to turn away <laughs> from the writing stuff 
and deal with the situation, deal with the problem, because that's the only way you're going to get it resolved and be able to return to your, your writing work with any kind of decent um, performance. So I think it's always best, if it's a minor problem, try to write through it, you know, try to keep going, find an alternative, find another path that will enable you to continue your work, a workaround, right? Um, but if it's a bigger problem, I guess it probably goes without saying, but what the heck, you know, I, I think it's a good thing to keep in mind. If it's a bigger problem, then it's a good idea to step aside for a bit, <laughs> switch off the work and deal with the issue, deal with the problem. For example, my MacBook Pro, <laughs> there's not too much I can do about that. I'm trying to take um, steps that will enable me to continue to be productive even while baby's in the shop. But, um, you know, it's going to be um, it's going to be a little tricky because I'm not going to have access to all the same tools and uh, links and documents necessarily that I, that I usually do. Or I'll have some of those things, but they'll be in different places and it's going to be a little more time consuming. Uh, so it could be a little bit of a bumpy experience. And I have like a really busy schedule <laughs> planned over the next month. I, you know, I, I know I should cut back. I should say, hey, it's summertime. Let's just relax and enjoy the beautiful weather and, you know, just have fun and deal with the, the writing in the fall because that's a great time to write. It's chilly. You stay indoors. You take care of stuff. Same in the winter, especially. That's a great time, um, though it sometimes can, you know, be difficult to be productive during the winter, especially around the November, December time frame because of the holiday schedule. But um, anyway... It, uh, it, it's, you know, nevertheless, I, I have like a super booked schedule um, through uh, the remainder of July and into August, and I'm trying to add more stuff to the schedule still. So I don't know. I'm just going to have to do the best I can, and that's my recommendation to you as well. But I, I think the key, the thing that I'm trying to get across here, though I'm sort of meandering around and rambling, is that stuff happens. You need to be prepared for that. And, and not only stuff that is mechanically oriented or related to other people or uh, health situations or, you know, problems with your home or whatever, um, but also uh, sometimes you run into a bumpy patch when you're actually trying to write, when you're actually trying to compose. And that happens a lot. Oh, my God. It happens to everybody. You get to a point, you're like cruising, you're making big time progress, you're cranking out words like there's no tomorrow, you're having great, you're posting great daily word totals, your book is just sizzling, it's, it's perfectly coalescing, and then all of a sudden it's like, hit the brakes, and something will just maybe not flow quite the way you want it to, and that can lead to a little bit of a you know breakdown along the road, and you need to... Be prepared for that stuff, too, because it happens, and you just have to get past it. There's no easy way. There's no quick uh, solution. So you just have to accept that stuff happens like that and say, well, okay, I'm going to maybe take a little break for a day, step away, or step away for an hour, or whatever you can afford to do, and clear your mind, and then come back later and say, okay, let's give it another shot. And you'd be surprised, especially what's really good. Here, if you can do this, if you can manage this, is a good night's sleep. It can work wonders. And you wake up the next day and your mind is fresh and the, the garbage has been uh, 
pushed out to sea, <laughs> to use a really labored metaphor. Um, but, you know, you get the point. Stuff will just uh, resolve itself sometimes if you take uh, some proactive steps, like getting a good night's sleep or doing some fun stuff. That's also important as well, like the bike ride that I was talking about earlier when I was out there on the Ghost Town Trail. Um, anyway, that that brings us up to the uh, the final segment of the... Uh, of, uh, that brings us up to the end of the final segment here of the Introverted Exhibitionist podcast. Thank you for joining me. Um, I hope you'll, during the next uh, time frame, uh, where you await the next sparkling edition of this podcast, I hope you'll look me up on social media because I'm all over the place. You'll find me on Facebook, Twitter, um, uh, Instagram, uh, Reddit, uh, Tumblr, uh, Pinterest, uh, you can find you can find my posts and information all over the place, and I also have a great Facebook group which is called Roberts Readers, and it's it's a really nice group, and it's some great people, and I give away my my work. You can go there for free uh, stuff uh, to read from my um, you know archives, so it's it's a pretty cool group. So just look it up, uh, search for it on Facebook, Roberts Readers, and you'll have a great access point for some free, uh, some free fiction and maybe some nonfiction too coming up here in the near future. I also have a newsletter that I publish, uh, on a semi regular basis. It comes out about once a month and I hope you'll check that out. Uh, go to my Facebook page. Well, let's see what's the best way to get to this. Probably go to my website, which is robertshashanik.com and, uh, look for the newsletter subscription button. I forget what screen it's on. I know I'm a big help here with this, but it's a really good newsletter, and I hope you'll check it out and subscribe. Seek it out. You won't be sorry. There's a lot of good news, a lot of good information, and every edition of the newsletter comes with free fiction. Did I mention that? It's it's very cool. So check it out. Um, and you can find it also. I post it on Facebook. Whenever I send it to my... Um, to my uh, subscribers. I also post it on Facebook, so you can find it on my um, Facebook page. Look up Robert Jashanik, and you'll, you'll find it there. So that wraps it up for this edition of the... It, whoa. Hello, microphone. I <laughs> just knocked it away from myself. Um, I guess I don't really want this to end. Uh, anyway, uh, that wraps it up for this edition of the Introverted Exhibitionist Podcast. Thank you for joining me. I hope you'll come back next time as well. Remember, uh, whatever you remember to uh, continue your creative pursuits whenever possible. If you're a writer, keep on writing. If you're an artist, keep on arting. If you're a musician, keep on performing. Whatever you love most, keep on doing it as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. Good night from Planet Bob, and have a great next couple of weeks until I come back around here on the Introverted Exhibitionist Podcast.